so glad to be with you today. Um, I hope that you're enjoying our new fight time um, interviews that we've been doing on Wednesdays. Those are so fun. I think they've been such a blessing. We have lots more planned for that over the next few weeks. And so stay tuned on Wednesday nights for the things um, that are going on on fight time. It's super awesome. I have a short word to bring to you tonight. I've played all day with my babies. And so, hey guys, hey Rachel. And so um, I know it's late. I just got all the kids down for the most part. And um, I'm, I'm ready to share a word that I have for you. Um, this is going to come from um, our Bible study that I'm doing on Tuesday nights at Covenant Church. I teach a women's Bible study. I'm teaching women right now how to study the word. And I'm telling you, it has blessed my socks off. And so um, I'm going to pull out some scripture from what we studied this last week. That's just spoken to me this week. Um, and I really think it's going to bless you. So I am studying or we are studying in the book of James. And so today I'm going to read to you James chapter one, verse 12, and we're going to just break it down. Um, and I'm going to, we're going to talk about running a race. You ready? So verse 12 says this, blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. That's not all of it, but I'm going to pause right there and just, we're going to break it down. It says, blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. First of all, if you feel like you are currently under trial, you've ever been under trial, or you are going into a trial, raise your hand, leave an emoji, say, yes, I've been there. No one is exempt from being under trial or being under um, a struggle, right? We've all been in storms, um, whether currently Maybe you just got out of one or you're going into one. We've all been there. So this um, scripture is completely relatable to every single woman that is on um, on my live stream right now or listening to this later on. But get this. It says blessed is the man. And so sometimes when I think about being blessed, I think of being blessed as just being like um, being happy or being taken care of. And yes to both of those things. But what blessed really says, whenever we break down scripture, says this. Um, it's not happy, but it's being divinely favored. When you're divinely favored by the Lord, it means the Lord looks down on you and he's going to choose you over someone else. He is favoring you over something. For instance, if I have three different um, flavor snow cones, I have a blue coconut, a banana, and a cherry. I am going to favor a blue coconut one. I am always going to choose blue coconut over everything else. It's my favorite one. That's the way the Father sees us when He calls us blessed. We are divinely favored by the Lord. So if you receive that part, say amen in the comments. So blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. We've already established that we are, are all in trials or have been in trials or will one day go into a trial. But to be steadfast, I'm going to break that word down for you. To be steadfast means this. It means to be firmly established, to have perseverance. And I love this next one. It's my favorite. To be rooted in your faith, to be rooted. And so we've always, or not always heard, but we've heard um, scripture talk to us about how we are trees planted by the waters, that when things come and blow, we stand firm and we are rooted. So God is saying this, God says, I am going to favor you divinely 
when you remain steadfast through the trials that are coming your way, when you remain rooted in the trials that are coming your way. I am guilty. I've had to repent so many times of whenever I'm, I think I'm strong in my faith and a trial comes my way. I'm faced with a, a circumstance and all of a sudden I turn my face towards God and not necessarily, not, not that I'm trying to do it, but how easily am I like, you know what, God? Just, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't, or, you know, just kind of, cur- not cursing, literally cursing at God, but just almost in denial for what God is doing in my life instead of saying, you know what? No, I know who I am in Christ. I know what my faith is. I know, I know how God has taught me to war in the spirit right now. And I'm not going to run from warring in the spirit. Instead, I'm going to step up to it and I'm going to, to step into my calling of what you call me to do. I'm going to be rooted in my faith in Jesus Christ when this storm is coming over to try to blow me down. Do you get that? Does that make sense to you? So I am divinely favored when I choose to remain rooted in my faith when trials come my way. The next part of the scripture says, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life. So let me say that one more time. When you have stood the test, then you will receive the crown of life. I love digging into scripture and I love digging into words in the um, original um, language that it's it's given. And so I immediately, uh, I did not pull this out on Tuesday night for those of my Bible study girls watching this. So I'll pull this out tonight. But the word crown in the Greek is pronounced Stephanos. And when I think of a crown, the crown that's going to be given to us, I automatically think like, I'm going to be a high queen. I'm going to have like the most elaborate crown. We're going to have jewels on our crowns. And yes, all to those things. But in reality, whenever this word Stephanos in the Greek crown, whenever um, uh, James is talking about it and he uses this word specifically, this word is specifically used for, uh, is synonymous with the word wreath. All right. So if we go back into ancient culture, and I want to remind you this, James is writing to the Jewish church that has now dispersed across the nations. They once were living in community and now they're not living with community any, any longer. And not only that, but they are living under such severe persecution, um, more persecution than we can even imagine right now. So they are living in persecution. So this is James saying, listen, I know you're under trial. I know that you're being persecuted. I know that you are going through some things that are really hard. But when you stand the test of time, you're going to receive something. And so he used that word Stephanos for crown, which means wreath. And I love this. Whenever in ancient times, whenever this word was used in the Greek, and I always think of um, like Greek, uh, the, the Olympics, right? When an Olympian would run his race and he would go through and he would win the victory, they would put this um, crown of olive branches on top of him. That was their victory crown. And not only that, they would carry him to home, like home, and then they would crown the house and they would crown him again. And so this word, crown of life, Stephanos, is referring to a wreath. And I love this. One commentary said it meant that this crown is attainable for everybody. When you think of a queen's crown, not everybody gets a queen's crown, but this crown that James is talking about is attainable for you. It's attainable for the people he was talking to in the ancient world where the church had been dispersed throughout the um, Asia Minor. They had been dispersed everywhere and they were going through persecution. 
So not only is it going to be an attainable crown, but it is the crown of life. It is the crown of victory that you're going to get. So he is speaking to these people that are being persecuted. And he's saying, it doesn't matter how you get across the finish line. It doesn't matter if you walk, stumble, crawl, or run full stream ahead. God Almighty is going to give you a crown of righteousness, a crown of life. He's going to crown you with victory. If you remain steadfast and rooted in your faith during trial. You get that? If you agree with that, put a crown in the comment. If you see that, put crowns in in the comments that you will receive the crown of life, the Stephanos of life. I love it. And the very last part of the scripture I'm going to break down for you says, which God has promised to those who love him. All right. So this is this is almost a, a, a but to, to uh, the scripture. So he says, you're divinely favored. When you stay rooted in your faith, when trials come your way, whenever you stay rooted in your faith through the test, you're going to receive the attainable crown of life, the crown of victory at the end. But you're only going to receive that. God promises to give it to you, but you have to love him. That's a but. God has promised this to those who love him not just to those who call him Lord. So scripture goes on to say those that, that, um, that, he's, that we're going to stand in front of him one day and we're going to say, but I called you Lord. And he's going to say, depart, I don't know you. So this specific promise is not for everybody. This specific promise is not for every single person who calls themselves Christian by name. This is not every single person who says that they know the Lord, that they know Jesus, that they asked him into their heart. It's not for everybody. This is for those who love him, those who follow him, those who are in relation with him, those who walk daily with him, those who are in his word, those who commune with him. That's what this promise is for. But it is for for you. And he does give it to you as a promise. Paul tells us in, I have the scripture pulled up behind me on my, uh, on my computer in 1 Corinthians, Paul says this, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the game goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. So if you're running that the, the worldly race, you're running a, to get a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. The Stephanos of life. The crown, the victory crown of life is what we're going after. So yes, James is speaking this to the persecuted church throughout, throughout the nations that have now been thrown into persecution. They've been thrown into the fire. They've been thrown into the, to the trials. Guess what? That's to us too. Do you feel like you're under persecution sometimes? Do you feel like people think that you're crazy? I've said this so many times on here. Do you think people think that you're a little radical? Yeah, we're under persecution, okay? Satan does not want the Christian church to think, or yeah, the Christian church even to think, um, Satan doesn't want them to think that there's more. Uh, he wants you to stay complacent where you are. It's okay to be a little radical, right, Sherry? I've said that so many times. It's okay to be a little radical. If you are a little radical, it probably means that you're doing it right, okay? And so we are under persecution right now. So sisters, this is my encouragement to you on Thursday night. Whenever you are persecuted, 
when you are going through any trial, not even just has to be persecution, but when you're going through any trial, know that you are divinely favored by the Lord when you stay rooted in your faith and you will receive a, a victorious crown of life as long as you love him, as long as you're in community with him, in commune with him, as long as you walk with him, as long as you talk with him daily, as long as you invite him into your life every single day. When you love the Lord, your actions will change. Your tongue will be bridled, which is what James talks about. Your thoughts will be bound to his. Your actions will be bound to, to Jesus Christ. And we're going to look a little radical and that's okay. So stay rooted in your faith today. Be encouraged whatever trial you're facing. God sees you and he has a promise for you. And, and even right before that, he says, if you lack wisdom to ask and he will give it to you generously. He will give it to you generously. Not just a little bit, but a lot. He loves you so much. He wants to commune with you. He wants to speak to you. He wants to show you. And he, he desires you. He created you for a purpose and he desires you. So I love you so much. I pray that that blesses you today. Father, I pray that my words make sense. And I pray that it lands on each and every single woman that hears this, Father. And I pray that it just touches them. I pray that, Father, it encourages them to continue to run the race for the victory, which is the crown of life. And, Father, run the race of victory so that we get you. Because, Jesus, you are our ultimate reward. In Jesus' name. All right, ladies, be blessed. I love you so much. Happy Thursday.